Amen. Amen. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this moment in time where we're going to just take a moment during our Lenten season to look into your word. I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God, would be encouraged, that everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God, would be enlightened, and that everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, would be motivated to continue, Lord, as we focus and reflect on what you did so many years ago with the 40-day fast. Help us to be stronger in our delivery. Help us to be purposeful, Lord, and help us, Lord, to draw closer to you during this time. In Jesus' name, use me, Lord God, to encourage each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Our Latin word today is coming again out of the book of Matthew. So if you want to follow along, you may. If not, you may listen. And in Matthew chapter four, verses this this week, it's coming primarily from Matthew four, verses five to six, but, and seven. But at first I want to read Matthew four, one to you. And it goes, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And then we're going to jump down to verses five where it says after you know last week if you were here we talked about him being tempted to turn uh stones into bread this week after that didn't work he says to him in verse uh five then jesus took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple if you are the son of god he said throw yourself down for it is written he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. So we're going to stop there for one minute before we get Jesus's response. And I want to say to you today, if you will consider with me for the next eight minutes, this is a test. Can you say that? This, this is, is a, a test. test. And our beloved elder Michelle Price used to always say in the Maine Bible Institute classes that a test is nothing more than a teacher's evaluation of a student's time. A teacher's evaluation as of a student's time. And so I looked into this test. The teacher, of course, being Father God is an evaluation of a student's time. And I don't know about you, but when we read Matthew 4, verse 1, it asked, he said he was led to be tested. So the question would have to come, why? And so we're going to get that answer. But first, let's move on because time is fleeting. And that is, he told Jesus, throw yourself down. And then Jesus answered him in verse 7 and said, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. I want to tell you something about these verses. The first question is, why did God take him? And if you would permit, if you were to look in uh, Deuteronomy 8.2, you would find that Jesus, when the Israelites, God, I'm sorry, Father God, when he led the Israelites out of Egypt, he led them to wander in the wilderness for 40 years, 40 years. And if someone can quickly find Deuteronomy 8-2, quickly, if you can find Deuteronomy 8-2, we're going to move very quickly. 
That is just to find out about why is it that Jesus was led to the wilderness? And we're going to answer that question because it's all part of the test. Amen. Does anybody have Deuteronomy 8 2? Remember how. Go ahead, Deacon. Go ahead. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. And so we find out the first thing is that Jesus needs humbling. He was God. God, the Bible says God can't be tempted. So put your finger on that because obviously this is Jesus's embodiment of what was done many years ago as a precursor when they would complain and murmur and because of their disbelief, they were to, to walk in the wilderness for 40 years. And it says God tested them to bring them to a place where they knew they could trust him. And so we know that Jesus can. So we want to move on really quickly. But so the question is still out there, why? And then on verse 7, Jesus told him, first of all, I need you to know that when Satan tempted him, let me just tell you that temptation is to entice, to, to tempt someone is to entice or try to entice someone, basically to do something they find attractive, but know to be unwise or incorrect or wrong. Jesus had just come off a fast, y'all. Satan heard him say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So he took him at a vulnerable state and he was trying to get him to drop off because he was weak. Just drop off, God, he'll keep you. But did you know that that verse he was reading came from uh, Psalm 91 and you can track with me. But the bottom line is, he only read a portion of it. He read what we would call the consequence. You see, there's an antecedent. And if you do what it says, the if, then there's a consequence. There's a then. He read the then that he would give his angels charge. But the other part of that is if we put our trust in him, if we are God. Can you? You follow with me. In uh, Deuteronomy, and I'm sorry, you can follow with me in Psalm 91 on your own. But that's what happened. So he was really partially giving it. And Agape, I want to encourage you today, while you're doing your Lenten season, you're going to get part of the story because there's always that enticement when you're at your lowest ebb. But why, Pastor G? Because the Satan still has the same tools he used with Adam and Eve. And that is three things. He wants to look at how good it is the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You're the king. Fall down and see the angels. He was calling them out, y'all. He was calling them out. And so when the time that I have left, I want to say that Jesus answered with the scripture, and that scripture comes from Deuteronomy 6.16 when he says, um, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And what he meant by that is, the if we go back to Deuteronomy 6:16, that was when the Israelites still in the wilderness was angry because they were thirsty and they had no water and they challenged Moses. You brought us here to kill us. And then what God told him is strike the edge of the water and the and the water out of stones and the water burst forth. And he called that place Massa and Meribah. Why? Because he 
They tested God to see if he was going to feed them or let them die in the, uh, give them water or let them die in the wilderness. So Jesus brought that back, letting him know, yes, I am the son of God. I was there when that happened and I'm an example. So that still doesn't answer the question, why was Jesus put to the test? So I wanna finish this by telling you that if we look in Hebrews and the second chapter of Hebrews chapter two, we will find out that in Hebrews 2.17, it says, for this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Did you know today, Agape? That yes, Satan's tool is to tempt you, to test God, to keep you from having faith in him, to doubt him in every way. And when you're at your vulnerable as Ed, as being hungry, as feeling like things are being attacked, like what's going on with you, Deacon Dixon, and with the Dixon family, and when people are having things go on in their physical body, and when finances can't be met, and when unfair things are happening, did you know that these are all set up so that we would look away from God or question him. The Bible says we don't test God, he tests us, amen? And so I want you to know that Jesus went through this, this test, this teacher's evaluation of the student's time, his time with the Lord for the 40 days, because he is a high priest making intercession for us and he's touched with the feelings of our infirmity. And if Jesus could look back to God and quote scripture, what about us? And so in closing, I just want to say to you that in Hebrews 4.15, the Bible says he was tempted in all things as we are yet without sin. Isn't it a wonderful thing that Jesus was able to be tempted yet not sin, not give in to the temptation? One other thing I want to remind you when we're tempted. The Bible says we're only tempted uh, when we are drawn away by our own lust. So it has to be something in us that we want something in us that we're looking at. And that's when the devil can get us at our vulnerable spot. So let us look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, recognizing that this is only a test, y'all. This is God's evaluation of your time, your time with him during the Lenten season. And you will pass it with flying colors because we have Jesus Christ making intercession, our high priest. And if he can relate to where we are, Cry out to him, Lord, I'm being weak. Lord, help me, strengthen me. But don't ever say, God, what are you doing? And I don't mean you can't question God. I mean, don't ever say, if you're really God, why don't you? Because the Bible says God himself would tempt no man. The devil's tempting. God is testing because he wants a faithful follower and he knows he has it in us. Amen? Amen. Amen. God Amen. Bless.